1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed Mortgage Banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. Well, good morning. This is Mornings with Tom and Tabby, and it's National Marriage Week, and this is a great time to just focus on ways to strengthen your relationship. We're going to be speaking with Arlene Pellicane, a top marriage and parenting author and speaker who has co-written books with Dr. Gary Chapman and has appeared on many outlets from the 700 Club, Focus on the Family, Fox and Friends, TLC, Family Life Today, and of course, Moody Radio. Good morning to you, Arlene. It's like, yes, Moody Radio. Yes, so nice to be with you, Tom and Tavi. Well, it's great to chat with you again, Arlene. And we're heading into National Marriage Week. And before we go into any of these different questions, here's my, um, I guess, my premise that I want to chat with you about. It seems like marriages are crumbling all around us. Or is that just the narrative and they're actually going strong? Where are we with marriages within the confines of the church? It's a great question because we often gravitate toward the bad. You know, we catastrophize things like, oh, my goodness, because it's, it's kind of what we're attracted to. And so it is good to take this National Marriage Week and realize, wait a minute, statistically, divorce the divorce rate is actually starting to drop, which is a good thing in America. Uh, the last statistic I saw was from a, a 2019 that there were 67 million marriages in the U.S and 750,000 of those filing for divorce. And of course, 750,000, that's significant and it's something that should be helped. But for us to realize, wait a minute, that means that there are 66 plus healthy, perhaps strong, hope, you know, hopefully, you know, kind of thing. And then people then argue, well, then people are married, but maybe they're very unhappy. But, you know, the research also has come out that, that Brad Wilcox and Jeffrey do out of the National Marriage Project. You know, we're so into happiness right now. And so a lot of times people think, well, I don't want to be married because I don't want to be unhappy. But they have done this survey to see what boosts your odds of being happy. And they found that marriage, being married, boosted your odds of happiness 102%. Wow. And being happily married boosted your odds of happiness by 219%. And you can compare that side by side by a 29% boost if you're a college grad and a 51% boost if you have a higher income than most. So it really helps you frame, like, even if you are just married, like, it's just kind of okay, <laughs> that it's still, people are so much happier together than not. And so I think it's wonderful for us to celebrate marriage, to say, wait a minute, this is something worth protecting, worth fighting for, worth celebrating. Yes, it's hard work, but it's also a lot of fun. And to show the younger generation that we really can be stronger together. So I think it's a very, very good week. 
Okay, mm. we're talking with Arlen Pelican about National Marriage Week. And as a single person listening to those statistics, and I'd heard those before, and then I started hearing something different that, hey, marriage is not really better than singleness, and maybe it's even a lot more trouble, so why why do it? And so people are marrying less. It's good to actually yeah. hear this statistic because I was talking with a girlfriend this weekend. Like, if marriage is not better, why go for it? And that's the message yes. that's often given, being given to, to young people. So I appreciate this. You guys have a theme so this glad. year. Yeah, I'm so glad that you shared that because, uh, you know, obviously wherever you're at, that's a place you can thrive. But just that narrative of marriage and is it a blessing, is it a curse, that kind of thing. And the theme this year is the value of date nights. And it's really kind of fun because when I heard the theme, I thought, oh, that's like a fluff piece, you know, the value of date nights. Yeah, go on a date. But when I heard this research, it literally changed the way my husband and I, we've been married 24 years, it literally changed our calendar. And what they found was they asked married couples, do you date? And surprisingly, 52% of married couples say, no, we never date, or if we do, it's only a few times a year. And then 48% of married couples say, yeah, we go out once a month or more. And so what they found was those who were daters, which is really once a month or more, those who were daters were much, they, they scored much better, 15 percentage points better on many areas like commitment to one another, uh, not likely to divorce, overall happiness, physical satisfaction, ability to communicate, like all those things, they had a 15% boost. And it really came down to this factor of do you take the time to spend together, you know, undistracted, for fun, with each other, do you do that? So it really made my husband and I, who were barely that once a month dater, because we both work from home, so we see each other all the time. And I know a lot of people are like that, like, why should I go on a date if I see this person all the time? <laughs> so it's really made us sprinkle in uh, like a weekly coffee date, you know, maybe two or three times a month. And it's really helped us. So huh. I understand firsthand now this value of it can be a date coffee, a date breakfast, but this date time that it's helpful. Okay, so it's not just a theme that sounds really good. There's actually research that backs up the benefits of dating because, well, you've been married a while, so you know how life can kind of creep in on your dating yeah. relationship, whereas before you got married, y'all dated all the time, right? That's right. Exactly. You made everything like a commercial. Like you go out and you're like all holding hands and skipping and stuff. And so, yeah, it's true that when you, you, you are married for a long time, it gets kind of stale that you have to inject some novelty into it. You know, so there are creative date night ideas that you can look through. Uh, you know, I give you just a few this morning. So one would be like a remember when date, like go to your first apartment or go to the first restaurant when you couldn't really afford food, you know, when you ate this cheap food or whatever it is. Go to a remember when kind of place and reminisce about how far you've come or go on a book date where you both go to a bookstore and you give your spouse something you wish they would read and they give you something they want you to read. It could be fiction. It could be nonfiction. Read a few pages. If you like it, cool. You found a book. If you don't like it, veto power. Find me another book. But now you're getting into each other's world and you're finding something interesting to talk about because sometimes we get kind of bored with all the same things. So there's so many easy ways just to bring some interest into your relationship. Thanks so much for joining us here on Mornings with Tom and Tobby. We're in a conversation with Arlene Pelican. She is a marriage expert and relationship expert as well. And she has written many books about parenting and uh, just really increasing the joy in your own relationship. And so today we're talking about marriage. All right, Arlene, I, I've got to uh, I'm going to 
really put you to the task right now. There's got to be some secrets to like a healthy marriage. Can you boil it down to three? Yeah, I can give you three secrets. We've kind of touched on the first one on the earlier segment is the power of date night. So National Marriage Week, date night is the theme. And so if you, one secret to marriage is keep dating, like keep dating the same person over and over and over again. And really every season, you know, I'm, I'm kind of almost up against that empty nest season. We're getting close. And it's that idea of, you know, there are different seasons of your marriage. And during those different seasons, you have to keep dating each other. You have to keep courting each other, getting to know each other. So one secret is date one another. And that means put your best foot forward, you know, put on, put on some lipstick for the girl, you take, you take, get, put on a dress shirt for the guy once in a while, you know, that kind of thing. So date night. The second secret is commit to growing your marriage through It could be like a yearly marriage seminar. It could be reading a marriage book together yearly. Maybe you're listening to marriage podcasts together. Uh, Maybe you do like a little retreat every few years together uh, with other married couples. So do something, put it in your calendar. What's going to grow our marriage? It could be a yearly habit. It could be every few years, but something where you're not just going to let it go, but you're going to say, like professional growth, how you would attend a conference or you would read a book, the same thing. Treat marriage in the same way. Be a professional marriage person who is interested in growth. And then the third secret would be speak each other's love languages. And many of you are familiar with this. So our dear friend, Dr. Gary Chapman, uh, you know, at marriageweek.org has all these things about National Marriage Week. And one of the things they have there is a couple connection plan. And in that couple collection plan, you'll see the five love languages. You'll be encouraged on um, new ways to speak them. But know your spouse's love language and don't just know it. Actually use it. <laughs> like actually use this currency. My husband is acts of service. I am words of affirmation. So I can tell him all day about things, but unless I actually do something that he would appreciate, he doesn't necessarily feel those words. And the same thing with him. I mean, he could serve me all day long and I don't even notice, but he'll just say to me, wow, you're a really good mom. And I'm like, oh, thank you. You know, so, So know your spouse's love language and then actually speak it. Okay, I love this. And then this week, of course, people are thinking about Valentine's. And sometimes people are kind of like, oh, you know, it's just a it's just a day. It's just a day. I can show love at any time. But how can couples yeah. get involved in National Marriage Week? Yes, you can go to that website, marriageweek.org. And on that website, you can find that Couples Collective connection plan. So that might be something fun to take a page out of for Valentine's Day for your date. And there's like different like things you could talk about, different compliments to kind of get you thinking of your spouse and reframing your thoughts about your spouse. There's also a national calendar that you can post events. Like let's say your church is hosting a marriage event. That's a free way for you to post that so other people can find out about it. And then obviously vice versa for you to find something. Maybe you want a vacation in a certain area. Look in that city. Do they have a marriage event? coming up. So that national calendar is really helpful. And then I've just kind of scratched the surface on some research about the good that that marriage does for society. So you can find all that research there too, which is really helpful, I think, as you're talking to the generation behind us to be able to say, like, you know what, there are a lot of, even social science shows that there are a lot of benefits to marriage. So marriageweek.org.
All right. All right. And Arlene, as we're wrapping up with you, um, just say somebody's listening and, and they're in a marriage where it just feels like they're they're moving apart from one another. And uh, they've tried this. They've tried the love language. They've tried things. Um, yes. And they're looking to someone to give them just one nugget, one reason to hold on to hope. And they're listening to you right now. Arlene, what kind of nugget of hope would you give them? Well, I'm so glad you asked that question. And just be thinking to yourself, you pray to the Lord first, like, Lord, show me, show me my spouse through your eyes and and don't give up on that. You might say, I've prayed that. I prayed that a lot. Don't give up. You know, the Bible tells us to keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking, like God really rewards persistence. So just keep at that, Lord, show me my spouse, how you see them, and then go through your day thinking, how can I serve my spouse? And go through the week thinking this way. You might think, well, that's how I do it all the time. And they just take advantage of me. And they're just do your part. And there will come a time when your heart then will do it because it wants to. Like at first you might make yourself do it, but the Holy Spirit's going to help you to do it. And when that spouse sees that, they can't help but reciprocate if they are a good and decent person. And if we go through our marriage thinking, what are you going to do for me? We're going to be super disappointed because we have no control over that. But if we go through our marriage thinking, what can I do for you? All of a sudden, we now have the power. We can do all sorts of things, and there's a lot more hope in that. So shift your perspective. God bless you, and don't give up. 